Hello and welcome back to the Chronicles of Aguna, the Arsenal podcast brought to you by the last man standing with loserpool.com. We are live. Hello and welcome back to the Chronicles of Aguna, the Arsenal uh, podcast brought to you by the last man standing with loserpool.com. As ever, I am your host, Harry Simeon, and uh, coming to you with a brand new episode. Lots and lots to discuss, of course. Uh, Unai Emery is still in the managerial position at Arsenal uh, or the head coach's position, uh, if that's what you want to call it. Apologies for uh, the delay in getting this stream started up. I had a bit of a a problem uh, filtering it through to YouTube, um, but hopefully I've resolved that now. So apologies for those of you who have joined the stream that never really started because it didn't start. Uh, we've set up a new one and here we are. We're finally back online. A uh, big hello to everybody who is live in the chat right now. Um, big shout out to all of you. And of course, to those who either watch or listen to this back a little bit later on. Um, we were told on Sunday night, uh, I had a couple of messages uh, from people saying that Unai Emery had been sacked, that he was gone, that he was done, dusted, Unai Emery out the door. But unfortunately, that is not the case because Unai Emery was in Arsenal's press conference today, um, representing the club, of course, ahead of their Europa League clash with uh, Eintracht Frankfurt on Thursday. Now, um, I'm not saying that people were, were purposely making up lies because... I mean, who does that? Uh, but I, I do think that obviously some there's been some sort of mistake in the information that's been passed on. Now, of course, uh, Arsenal were off training on Sunday and Monday. They were given two days off, which uh, sparked more suspicion about the manager's future. Uh, there were talks of the Cronkies being here in London to have discussions, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, and everything was pretty quiet. Uh, from an Arsenal perspective, the club's social media account weren't as active as they normally are, which again uh, sparked further suspicion. But it's Thursday, uh, sorry, it's Wednesday today. Arsenal, of course, have a Europa League clash with Eintracht Frankfurt tomorrow night. And in the pre-match press conference, lo and behold, there was Unai Emery. Now, I have to say, Unai Emery looked rough, man. Unai Emery looked as though he hadn't slept since Saturday. He looked stressed. He was unshaven, uh, looked tired, wearing his glasses, which he does do from time to time, but he just looked visibly drained. Um, of course, there were questions about his future, uh, but we're going to come on to the press conference in a moment and we're going to look at uh, what it is that Unai Emery said um, in regards to those very difficult questions that he faced. Um, but ultimately, he is still here. And, and that's to most people's disappointment, especially mine, um, I've not been a fan of Unai Emery probably from midway through last season. I was concerned about a lack of vision, concerned about uh, a lack of a plan. And I wasn't sure in which direction this team and this club were traveling. So, um, you know, that that was kind of my basis for, for not really fully backing Unai Emery. But there's been lots of talk about him going and there's been some talk about a replacement. And one of the replacements or the names of a replacement that's been banded about is that of Nuno Espirito Santo, the, the Wolverhampton Wanderers manager, um, who, if I'm not mistaken, also had a spell at Valencia, just like Unai Emery. Now, Nuno has done a fantastic job at Wolves. There's no doubt about that. And I spoke to some friends um, after the Wolves game 
uh, a few weeks ago and I said, you know what? I think this guy's better than Unai Emery. I really do. Um, I went to Molyneux last season where Arsenal got thumped. And again, I came away from there uh, singing Espirito Santo's praises. Would Espirito Santo be the kind of appointment that would excite the fan base? Would it excite me personally? And the answer, when I think about it properly, has to be no. He's not a high, high profile manager. He's done an excellent job at Wolves. You shouldn't take that away from him. But is he a manager of Arsenal's calibre? Now, you don't really know. Um, And you don't really know until he's given a crack at it. You don't really know until he's given the opportunity. And when I I cast my mind back to when Maurizio Pochettino was appointed at Spurs. Now, I know he didn't win anything and all that jazz and everybody goes on and on about that. But he overachieved with Spurs, in my opinion. So sometimes you may hire a manager and the appointment may be a little bit underwhelming, but sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't work, like in the case of Unai Emery. Would I be completely against Nuno coming in? No, because I want Unai out so badly. No, because I think that uh, Nuno has a, a clear vision, or a style in which he wants his teams to operate. And I believe that him being at the club would uh, improve us defensively, um, would make us more effective. So I'm not dead against it, but is it the kind of appointment that makes me jump up and down, that gets me off my seat with excitement? No, it's not. And that is the harsh reality of it. I've got to be honest. Um, so that is where I stand at the moment on the potential Nuno links. Um, but I'm inclined to think that all of it is bullshit given that Unai Emery took charge of the press conference today. Now, if it has been decided that Unai Emery is going to leave the club, like some people are telling us, then why is he still taking charge of the Eintracht Frankfurt game? Surely that is the ideal fixture for either a new manager or a caretaker manager to come in and and try and get to grips with things. It's not to say that Unai won't be sacked in the coming weeks, but uh, to say the decision has already been made, I think is off the mark. Now, of course, I can't be sure of that. Uh, So I'm not calling people liars or anything like that. I can't be sure of that. But that's just how I feel uh, at this moment in time in regards to it all. Right, let's go through uh, some of Unai's comments today in the press conference. Um, I'm sure it started with a good afternoon. Uh, I saw bits of it um, on Sky Sports earlier, but I didn't see it all. I'm going to start from the beginning. Um, of course, Scott Ramastafi faced the media first, but I saw that part and there wasn't really anything that stands out in, in Scott Ramastafi's, uh, chat, to be honest, he said all the right things, you know, as a squad, we're sticking together, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, it was a little bit boring to be honest. Uh, Uno Emery was asked about his priorities for Thursday and he said, we are doing a very good job in this competition, but we need to make sure of our first position in the table. Our second objective is to win and take confidence as well as connect with the supporters. He keeps using that phrase, connect with the supporters. I think what he's trying to say is win over the supporters. But obviously, Unai's English is, is a little bit uh, iffy at times. Uh, not a criticism of him. You know, it's not easy to speak in another language. I've said that time and time again. But... I think you need to take that into account when you listen to um, to the things that Unai says. Uh, another question he was asked was, do links with other managers worry him? And uh, his response was quite interesting, actually. He says, my future is today and tomorrow. My job is to prepare the match tomorrow, to only look at the match tomorrow. Um, 
Then he was asked, how can he get the fans back on his side? He said, we know the last match we were disappointed and the supporters also. My only focus is to show tomorrow our performance and connect with our supporters. There's that phrase again. We know our supporters are disappointed. It's really, really our focus to connect with them. Some teams are coming here fearless. My wish is tomorrow. Every supporter helps the team and helps the players. Well, I've got news for you, Unai. I don't think there's going to be many supporters in the ground tomorrow. Um, I'll be there. Um, I'm covering the game, so I'm going to be there. But I don't expect to see a big crowd at the Emirates tomorrow night. Pretty much everybody I know is not bothering or can't be asked. What's the stay home in the warm, et cetera, et cetera. And you can't really blame them given the way things are currently going. Um, he was asked if this was the most difficult moment of his career. And he said, as a coach, each moment in my career is difficult. This is a very good, but very hard job. When you are winning, you feel the support for everybody. I believe in us. I believe in the players. I know I'm going to work very hard to come back to the performance. I'm looking forward to playing tomorrow. The good moment, the bad moment. The most important for me is to show my work. Our confidence depends a lot on how we can feel in our stadium with our supporters. Teams are coming here playing fearless. We need to be strong and together. We need to show our supporters our capacity and skills. Um, I mean, there's not really much to take from that other than he's kind of calling on the supporters to get behind the team. The problem is the supporters aren't behind him. So when it comes from him, it probably doesn't carry as much weight as it could and as it should, which is disappointing. He was asked if Xhaka will play. He said he's in the group and he has the possibility to play. I hope every supporter supports him. Xhaka's comeback is going to be important for us. Now, let me know what you guys think in the comments about this. Do you think there will be a Xhaka comeback? Because we've heard for a while that Xhaka is, well, you know, we heard it at the weekend. We've heard it uh, again today that Xhaka could come back into the side, but he didn't feature at the weekend. And I can't understand what the delay is. Now, either you're going to freeze Granite Xhaka out completely, you're going to move him on in January, in which case you should just come out and say it, or... You're going to bring Granit Xhaka back in the t team. And, and Granit Xhaka is desperately needed at the moment. I know a lot of people don't like him. I know a lot of people don't rate him. But Granit Xhaka, when you compare him to the remainder of our midfield options, uh, is one of the better ones. That's not to say he's good enough for Arsenal in the long run, but he is better than some of the other options we got. He brings us something. He uh, he makes us better in possession, despite what people think. If you look at the statistics, and I have, I have looked this up. His pass completion rate is superior to that of Genduzi, superior to that of Torreira, uh, to Willock, and that is important because we we're unable to keep the ball in the middle of the park at the moment. We're conceding far too many shots from the edge of our penalty area. People argue that he's not necessarily an out-and-out uh, -out defensive midfielder, which I agree with. But what he does do is when he is asked to play there, he does occupy that position. Sometimes he doesn't do what he needs to. Sometimes he does it badly. But if you look at the heat maps, if you study the facts and the stats, you will see that Granit Xhaka is a lot more positionally disciplined than uh, some of our other midfield options. Um, he was asked if he lost the supporters. He said they are angry and disappointed as well as we are. We have a very good opportunity to do that. Each match here in the Emirates is very important for that. The players need to feel backing them. Uh, and that was it uh, from Unai Emery. That's what he had to say um, ahead of tomorrow's clash with Eintracht Frankfurt. Now, um, for those of you watching the stream now, I can assure you that that picture of Unai Emery that you can see on your screen, that's not what he looked like today. He looked absolutely terrible. Um, looked really stressed out. Um, 
you know, and really tired and, and, and like a man who was under pressure and quite frankly is. Now, let me know uh, your predictions for the Eintracht Frankfurt game in the comments section um, and I'll come to some of those. And if you've got any questions, now's your opportunity uh, to do so. But just moving on to that Frankfurt game, I'm, I'm going to share a few thoughts uh, while I wait for some of your questions and some of your comments uh, to come through. Now... <laughs> We keep talking about this Europa League and how dire the atmospheres are during these games, how boring they are, how difficult they are to get up for. And, and you know, I've been one of those people. I've been guilty of saying that. And I, I watched the Champions League games um, like I did last night with such envy of some of these other clubs that are playing in that competition whilst we are almost rotting away in the Europa League. But one of the things that does attract me to go into these kind of games is the atmosphere generated by the away supporters. I always find that fascinating. I love seeing the way crowds from, from the continent cheer, the way they, they're, they're, you know, their support is coordinated and, and the way they're colourful, uh, vibrant. I, I think it brings another dimension to the games, and I really, really enjoy that. But unfortunately, on this occasion, Eintracht Frankfurt supporters have been banned. They will not be attending the Emirates Stadium. Arsenal have put some extra uh, checks in place because I think they're fearful that some of them will have got hold of tickets in the away end. Um, it happened against Cologne. Uh, I think it was not last season, the season before, where they essentially took over half of the stadium. I mean, they scored a goal early on and people were jumping up around me in, in uh, Cologne colours. So, um, yeah, I mean, that is a real disappointment for me and it takes away quite a bit of the appeal of tomorrow's game. And I can understand why people don't want to go. But for me, given the mood around the club, given the pressure surrounding Unaima, it's going to be really, really interesting. And I'm fortunate enough that I'm going to be in the press box um, for tomorrow night's game. And and one thing I'm going to be paying particular attention to um, is the body language of Unai Emery, the, the body language of his players, of his staff. And I think, you know, you can make an assessment uh, on TV, but I like to think that by being in that position where you're very close to the dugout, you can assess that a little bit more. And I, and I don't mean that disrespectfully to those who are watching it on TV, but hopefully I can bring you some insight into uh, what the mood is around the club. I'll be in the press conference after, um, and we'll get to hear from Unai Emery if I'm lucky, maybe even put a question to him. Um, so I'll be really, really interesting, uh, interested Sorry to uh, see what the mood is like firsthand you know within the 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 press room within uh that room when Unai Emery is giving his debrief after the game and maybe we'll even catch somebody in the mix zone you know there is so much to talk about around Arsenal Football Club at the moment so much negativity that you know I'm kind of hoping that this situation just gets dealt with so we can just move on from it draw a line under this Unai Emery saga and move on get somebody else uh, because you know it is really really frustrating and really uh, what's the word I find it demoralizing as a supporter now let's have a quick look at some of your comments uh, ahead of tomorrow night's game um, da, 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 da. Uh, Skynet 1886 says we're going to lose 2-1 Winston 95 has gone for 2-2 uh, what else have we got uh, Matt Ziliak says we've got no, we have no midfield uh, you're right we've got a lot of uh, issues in that area um, 
What else have we got? Um, Omar says the atmosphere will be dull. It will indeed. Uh, Andrew says fed up of waiting for him to go. Um, agreed. Me too. Uh, ben Dunn says uh, one thing I think Una definitely got wrong is that he never formed the connection with the fans. Um, no, I agree with that. I think he's had difficulty doing that though, because of the language barrier, because he's not really an effective communicator. And I've been told by some Spanish uh, journalists and those who follow the game over there very closely that regardless of the language, Unai was never a great communicator anyway. And that was something that was leveled at him during his time at, in Spain. So that's quite interesting uh, to bear in mind as well. Um, Tommy O'Donoghue says, it's hard to get excited about any Arsenal game at the moment. I think a change of manager would give everyone a much needed, uh, much needed lift. Sorry, much needed nift. What is that? <laughs> um, Charlie Leatham says, do you secretly hope we don't win? So it puts the nail in the coffin. This is a really interesting question. And I've had this debate with a few people over the last few days. Do I want Arsenal to lose? No, I never really want Arsenal to lose. I'm an Arsenal fan. I have been since I was a little boy and that that's not going to change. I'll always want the best for the club. But do I believe his sacking will bring a greater good? Yeah, I do. And that's kind of the point here. You know, Arsenal, and I said it uh, on my interview with Love Sport Radio uh, a few days ago, it was almost as though when Arsenal equalised against Southampton, there was a disappointment amongst some of the fans because it meant that Unai Emery could hide behind this 96-minute equaliser, that the club could turn around and say, oh, what great spirit it showed for them to come back into it. So, um, you know, you, you don't ever hope for Arsenal to lose, but you're probably more accepting of it if you think that it's going to bring a uh, bigger change. That's my view anyway. Um, what else have we got here? Um just running through your comments. Joel asks, uh, what are your thoughts on Nuno taking over? I shared those thoughts, Joel, uh, a little bit earlier on in the show. If you've missed that, uh, please feel free to scroll back to it. Um, I don't want to repeat it just for the benefit of those that uh, were listening or, or were watching from the very start. But I have spoken uh, about my thoughts on Nuno, so please, please do uh, check that out. Uh, Nimsy Lot says, Kronky, Emery, Raul, Vinay, everyone out. It's hard to disagree with that when you look at the way uh, things are currently going and the way the club is currently being run. Uh, that brings me to the end of today's live podcast. Just a short one, uh, just sharing my thoughts on the fact that A, Unai Emery still has a job. Uh, B, the links to uh, Nuno Espirito Santos, uh, you know, uh, position and maybe that he could be departing Wolves to come uh, across to the Emirates Stadium. Um He's doing a press conference, I think, later on, actually, for Wolves ahead of their Europa League game. So I'm sure somebody is going to ask him about that. I'm sure they will. Um, be poor journalism if they didn't, wouldn't it? Uh, so uh, expect to hear a little bit. Um and uh, yeah, answered some of your questions, took some of your predictions. My prediction, uh, I'm going to go with a draw. I'm usually confident in the Europa League, but I think Eintracht are a, a decent side. I, I expect the atmosphere to be really poor at the Emirates and, and uh, very toxic. Uh, so I'm not hoping for much, which is, which is sad. Um, but there we go. Um, Brad Richardson says, Harry will have some spare money to buy Arsenal. Will I? Where am I going to get that from? I wish, mate. I wish if I had that sort of money. 
Jesus Christ, I'd buy them in a heartbeat. But unfortunately, YouTube don't make you that sort of money, mate. <laughs> um, right, that's it. Thank you so much to every single one of you uh, for tuning in, whether you're live with us or whether you are listening back or watching back, of course. Please don't forget to hit that like button on YouTube. It's so so important it's really really important please please do that uh, for us leave us a comment leave us a review for listening via the audio um and yeah subscribe if you haven't already until uh, tomorrow where i'll be bringing you some uh, brief uh, coverage uh, from the emirates stadium when i say coverage i mean in terms of videos i'll be tweeting away so you can keep up with it uh, that way if you wish but i'll be bringing you a little post-match video on this channel right here um as soon as the game finishes live from within the emirates stadium so until then uh, take care and we'll be back very soon thank you <laughs>